Welcome to Hellcast. I am Reaper. And I am Eddie Satan, the uncreator of everything good or bad. Well, then why are you on this show? Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, are going to be talking to Caton from Hyrax. And I actually got to participate in that one this time around, which is kind of cool. And then we'll be hearing a new song from the upcoming Hyrax album. So it was brought to my attention. It's a video. It's Anti-Hell's Headbangers, number two. We obviously are sponsored <laughs> by Hell's Headbangers, so we... Uh, fucking Anti-Hell's Headbangers, dude. We're obviously pro-rip-on shit. Yeah. And well. we've done it ourselves. This is the Anti-Hell's Headbangers, number two. When Samantha rides the horse prong. All right, so we got this kid. It looks like a, he looks. No, nah, he looks like it? an adult. He looks like a dentist. Hell's headbangers are faggots. <laughs> Hail Satan! What? He's. <laughs> I think he's got a dick in his ass right now. Hell's headbangers are faggots. So it's like this kid with glasses, and he's and he's clearly high or drunk or something. Something, or he's just stupid. You know, we'll bust out this fag card or whatever, but which would mean doink. Th- that's the first thing right there. Is usually that's like the kid go to tough guy thing. Like, well, fuck you, faggot. The fact that anyone ever even goes to that, it's usually a very childish, right? You know, form to go to. Hell's headbangers are faggots, apparently. So okay, cool. Let's find out more. Maybe not. Think about it. Hell's headbangers are faggots. Ah, faggots! Okay. Hell's headbangers doesn't have angel dust. Nor do they have faith's warning. What? Headbangers? What? That's where I'm just going to stop. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. So, you're going to go and rip on a label, and then you're going to follow that with, because you don't have angel dust. Or what? Did he say fate's warning? Fate's warning, Fucking yes. Fucking fate. Wow. Well, anyway, but, well, here's but here's the first icer, okay? I think anyone that's listening to this show is probably giving a stink face like, yeah, who the fuck would give a shit about that? But if, furthermore, anyone that isn't is going, well, it's probably, what was the first album? Like Border Reality or something. It was a, it was a German power metal album. Then it came to this. Oh, fuck. Ah, bang that head. That bang. <laughs> motherfucker. You're like, Yeah. Woo! Heavy. Yeah. Dude, I can see the pit right now. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have this? What? What What a bunch of fucking... Dude, this is like fucking church music. I mean, I think it gets better than this, but... (laughs) Is that James? So this is what he's bitching about. Like, oh, sorry, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna go bitch on the on YouTube. Why don't you write up and say, hey, like, can you get this? Like, when I go to the grocery store and there's no milk, I'm just like, what a bunch of fucking faggots. <laughs> well, that's actually what I would do. <laughs> God damn it, you motherfuckers! Where's my fucking milk? Well, you would do that, but you were going to go on the fucking internet and you're gonna make a video. I don't know. It's just a little bitch boy. But anyway, let's listen to it fucking further. faggot arseholes, you fuckers, oh, arseholes. Satan. How okay. many Alcest fans does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know, because they're just really retarded anyway. Fucking mainstream. He sounds post- like a fucking wait, wait. cancer cure. What did- I was waiting for the punchline, but then he follows with, 
bunch of mainstream. What the fuck what is the fate fuck? warning? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That's so underground. It, I think it was on the, the top 100 that Eddie was watching when he was going on the fuck. I think it probably that, was. Let's find out what Einstein has to tell us. Black metal, indie rock, fuckheads. Indie rock? Hell's headbucks. Was here. Hell's headbangers. Because prog metal is too sophisticated for you hipsters. Hipsters? Wait, it, Aren't the prog people the hipsters, the hipsters though? I, I don't know. Or but, at least they're more hip dude, than I, the people that like black metal and yeah. does any of this shit. Yeah. You know what that guy reminds me of? One of those guys that gets like real passive aggressive and he'll say shit and as soon as you go, hey, fuck you, buddy. Get out of my face. Mind your fucking business or whatever. He'll be like, no, man, I'm just kidding. You what make a, like some derogatory yeah. remark and you just want to slap him in the face. Yeah. Well, I just want to slap him in the face looking at him. Clearly, we're not into the same kind of music. And even if we would, I wouldn't want that kid to be into it. It's just, like, he'd be exactly. like one of those people that comes up to you. Hey, yeah. you're wearing a design disaster divine blasphemy shirts and be like oh I, it's just go like the fucking, i don't want to talk to you do you, you, fucking you, do you remember at the fucking bar we walked into and i had the overkill shirt on and that kid was like we hey, told man, that story have, okay yeah well, i can't listen to hellcast with midnight then you'll find out that story oh but yeah. yeah now and you talk i, I just ah eyes ahead well that guy was, <laughs> that guy was worse than this so what more do we have to find out this is hola hey uh yeah Hell's head punchers, because that little guy pissing on the cross is so scary. Probably just for like five foot tall Mexican girls. Because you look taller than five feet. <laughs> but that's, that's just fucking an ignorant thing to fucking say. When do you go to the Hell's Headbangers website and it says the masters of horror strike with this guy pissing on a cross? Dude, the fucking guy pissed on the cross, I believe, is a fucking joke. Exactly. It's fucking silly. So, yeah, ex- <laughs> gee, no, Eddie, it's not scary. Like, I, it's, I don't oh, get it. What a douche. But, and, and what kind of insult is Hell's Head Punchers? I don't know what that even means. I, I, I think he's a Hell. I, and, I, and I don't know if you've been thinking it, but, like, this kid's clearly, like, high or he's drunk or whatever. He's definitely high, yeah. He's giving head, too, probably. Okay. What a waste of freaking dinner or or no beer pot or whatever the hell he's on because this looks like the freaking like boringest high or drunk or any yeah. fucked up any ever like it's just dead noise and then making faces. I mean, great. Yeah, those maybe, maybe I need to be a drunk and I would get where the hell he is. But I remember all the times I'm drunk and shit that it's way better. No, we, yeah, there's a lot more fun and a lot, <laughs> and I'm more, a lot uh, more clever than that. I'm not. If I'm insulting, <laughs> We're still some, assholes. But yeah, it's, if I'm insulting someone, I'm not going. Hey, head puncher. Hey, hell, yeah. I'm yeah. going to say, you're fucking doing. Go yeah. take your fat ass. Hey, and douche. <laughs> go get your head caught between the double wheels on a fucking bus so I can watch your head dum, 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 as a bus slows down. Here we uh, anyway. Oh, it's so cute. Oh. What? Uh-oh. Oh, here's the door. The front door? Something clever's going to happen. Uh, it's probably... Wait. Hell's Headbangers. Because Charlie Brown and the Peanuts people... Can talk to you and sell you CD about skulls. I don't get this friendship. I don't either. It's this like young kid, and then all of a sudden this balding dude comes in the bed. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mullet and a Burzum shirt. I want to find out more. I'm very intrigued. This I, is great. I, I it, actually, it. it's not. It's actually really bad. <laughs> For dogma. Oh. oh shit, Lord. Goodbye. Shit, Lord. I don't know. What? Bonus of Brastuses for, you know, like, you know, like, cut the fucking, you know. 
See now, why does that? That doesn't even like apply to anything, dude. I I, I know it's I, fucking it's, moronic. This is called anti hell's headbangers too. God, <laughs> dude, I watched the first one and it was all they did were like fuck hell's headbangers or something. I don't even think they got that clever. And it was just like just six minutes of. I don't know what, like, just zooming in close up and, like, just totally, like, high shit. I'm just like, this is even funny. I wanted something funny. I wanted to laugh. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I mean, if that's what whatever music they want to do is causing them to do to go get high and do this stupid, uncreative shit, because it's not really creative at all. It's like, what like you said, what a fucking waste. How is this anti? I don't know. It's stupid. It's just a bunch of dorks. Let's find out more what these clever gentlemen have to say. Yes. As he's holding a whip in front of a doorway at his parents' house, I'm sure. He's got a lighter. Is that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's okay. a laser on his palm of his hand? He's got like a, a, a wound of sorts. Masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I bet you because it's like, how the hell else do you get rug burn on your hand? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I never had any of that. I, told I, people to go, I can only imagine. Told people to go rubbing out with sandpaper. Maybe that's what he, maybe he's probably one of the guys I said that to. Well, he's not getting many chicks for this very clever video. Or dudes, whatever his way goes. Anyway. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. I didn't say there was. He said there was. Uh-oh. Oh no! The middle finger. After. Oh! oh don't bad. don't hit that. Always puking. That is the metal. That is some metal fucking music in the background as this Guys. freaking fucktard pukes up. That is like nasty ass fucking barf, man. Holy shit! <laughs> he's, like he's puking turd. up a fucking turd. Is what he's puking. Oh! It's like brown. <laughs> I mean, I, have you had puked that fucking dark before? <laughs> Holy shit. He probably just said, like, they made a shit video. And some, Do like, these guys really like Burzum? Here, well, here he is standing in front of his is mom's the, doorway with making a, and he's got a weapon of sorts. Hopefully, I, I was going to say, is that a fishing pole? It, it looks like a, it looks like a, like a freaking Indian spear or something. But anyway. <laughs> what if record this on like a fucking vhs tape i mean what really realistically like when's the last time have you seen a, a, a homemade video that's just like <laughs> like the motor noise is so goddamn loud i don't even think it exists nowadays because everything's freaking digital how many samanthas does it take to screw in a light bulb I don't know, How but she got this album off of Hell's Headbangers, and I stole it from her. The Who, Stella, what? Yeah, she got it off of Hell's Headbangers. Can I Ooh. hit her in the butt with this now? Now, I will admit, I don't know what the fuck that is, and it doesn't look like a metal album, but I know that the thing with Hell's Headbangers is that they stock underground music. Still, again, if you're bitching about Fate's Warning, which Hell's Headbangers does have... <laughs> Shut the fuck up and buy it at Kmart or fucking Walmart or wherever where, where, where else. But that did you he can just get say it. that that's a Who record that he bought off? I don't know. I want to find out the the bottom line on all this. The punchline. Yes. I'm waiting for the joke, man. It's got a lot of buildup. Can I hit her in the butt now? Oh, he's gonna say something insightful. Oh, what these? Yeah. Uh. 
This dumb bitch, Samantha, bought these off of Hell's Headbangers. He's he's holding a Dr. Zinhagavago. What does that say? Zhivago. It's a, a Dr. Zhivago VHS tape. And he says that he bought it off Hell's Headbangers. Hell's Headbangers Fuck doesn't no. sell fucking VHS tapes. And or I think who. at one point in which they did, it wasn't a freaking, um, what's that? They're lying. MGM. So it, it wasn't. It never sold any MGM films. Uh, so, yeah. The funny fucking thing is, I think he got that Burzum shirt there, honestly, because they fucking had that shirt. So shut up. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> shut yeah, up. Yeah, this guy is You're not fucking funny. Dude, this wasn't even clever. Well, we're but not going to watch the rest of it? Fuck. No. <laughs> dude, I, I give. I give. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline, and then I had some fucking jackass ripping on a place that he got clearly got his freaking Burzum shirt, and that stocks everything but one freaking item that's really shitty music anyway, so go get it from your... What, what Century Media? Get it from fucking Century Media, the label that put it out anyway, and quit your fucking bitching. And really, if you wanted it, why didn't you write them and say something rather than making a stupid fucking video that 189 people watched, and that's about all they're going to watch it because it's got fucking. <laughs> but you can't people hear what the hell's going on, and it's not clever, and it's just some freaking kid that was drunk high or whatever when he did it. And how the fuck are we, the next day when you're sober editing that bullshit, do you go. This isn't very funny at all. <laughs> That's all I have to say about oh, it. He was so, high again maybe the next day. Who knows? Oh, sweet. Good for him. So, I mean, if you like to get your high on whatever, but I think that motherfucker's just a goddamn loser. So, fuck him. But, uh, yeah, that's that was the Hell's Headbangers rip-on video. Wow, way to give them a new fucking asshole. I, they feel very insulted. I bet.
the first time ever, Eddie is sitting in with me while I conduct an interview. So welcome, Eddie. Thanks. And joining us from sunny, beautiful California is Caton from Hyrax. How you guys doing? What's up? <laughs> Hyrax has made a reputable name. Aside from really your early involvement with Metal Blade, it's really a name that never really had the help of a major label. And having such a reputation, you could obviously be on a major label if you pursued the idea why have you not gone down such a path? I think from all the years of just watching what major labels have done to most bands, you know, like they usually have taken away the power from the band. So the bands end up after a few albums putting out really bad music. And that was always a concern for us because even if we ever do sign with a bigger label, we're not going to change our whole approach and, and, and not give up the right to write the kind of music that we want to play, you know. So I think... We just never wanted to be a slave to that kind of a thing. No label is worth selling your ass for. To me, the name of whatever band you're in is priceless, and to give that up, I mean, some other bands, they change over a matter of time, but as you'll notice with our music, I mean, maybe maybe the production will get a bit better, you know, but we'll still maintain our integrity and play from the heart i mean we actually did have a meeting at a big ass label a record label called capital records hmm. and and we went there and we were more concerned with the alcohol that they were serving us than the deal you know? <laughs> so uh you know we just never uh, maybe we're idiots i don't know but we just we just refuse to sell out and it's not even a thing of trying to be cool it's just that we grew up on metal like from a very early age all of us were nerd record collectors and we all went to the same record stores and we you know bought you know whatever it was it could be witchfinder general or you know venom or whatever you know just any kind of metal we could get our hands on bands like samson and shit like that and um you know we still to this day listen to those same kind of records so i don't see us ever changing just because that's our taste is in that kind of metal so that attitude especially in the in the 80s with the the la music scene compared to what you guys were doing was there any sort of pressure back then or were you guys just like screw it this is what we're doing and didn't even like get into your being so to speak that there was this other scene going on in la i think what it was with us is we we really did want to do our own thing you know like we had a lot of great bands around us so that kind of motivated us too but at the same time there was a, com a competition a competitiveness between the bands so there's you know i guess an automatic rivalry when you're young like that a lot of young bands right away there's just this thing between them you know we were friends but at the same time we wanted to kick each other's asses you know there were so much bands around us doing kind of the satanic thing which i still love all that stuff but Absolutely. i just i just knew that that wasn't what we needed to do because there were enough bands already doing it we we knew that some of that stuff was getting bands more publicity because it just it's just the way it is like when people buy magazines and they see bands with you know corpse paint on and stuff like that it gets attention but we still thought the main thing that was the most important thing was the music you know and and so we we never really got into the image thing as much as a lot of the other bands we never thought about trying to change to fit into any kind of category i read uh where the origin of the name hyrax came from and what it meant and it was a rather interesting and somewhat funny story uh could <laughs> you explain the name where the name came from for those who have not heard that story yeah was, you know we were trying to come up with names like most bands do but we were knocking our heads against the wall because it was at a time when there were a lot of bands with you know pretty killer names and 
But we, like I said, just going back to the part that we always wanted to have our own thing. We took a break. I went into the bathroom. And while I was in the bathroom, I noticed on the wall there was this old wallpaper. And what's funny is to this day, people still like either send me pieces, like people will rip this wallpaper off the walls where they're at and mail it to me because they can't believe they 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 ran ran across this this wallpaper but the wallpaper had hyrax on it it was like some old newspaper type print and i remember looking at it and, and i liked the way it sounded when i read it a little bit closer it was basically two things it was a bug repellent for killing mosquitoes and it was also <laughs> an animal a small furry beast from Africa, somewhere in Africa, but it was spelt with a Y. It was Hyrax with a Y. The thing that was kind of interesting about this animal is that it's a distant cousin of the the elephant, and yet it looks nothing like an elephant, you know? So I remember coming out of the bathroom and saying to the guys, what do you guys think of Hyrax? And they were like, sounds cool, you know? So (laughs) from that day on, we've been using the name Hyrax. And then like probably a few weeks later, I'd been tape trading with this guy named tom g warrior and he saw our logo and he goes i think your logo sucks and i'm like <laughs> well if you, if you can do better then why don't you design one so two weeks later in the mail because that's how long it used to take to get mail from europe i get this package from switzerland and, it, and i open it up and the, the new hyrax logo was in there and tom g warrior designed it and we've been using it since 19 like the end of 1984 we've been using that logo to this day i had no idea he that's did very it very cool that's seven inch that came out with the the first demo that's a bootleg yeah well i mean there was this guy that had been trying to contact me about doing this single and i never got back to him and then a little bit later i see these singles out and i had nothing to do with it but you know to me that stuff always is kind of cool in its own way just because you know people want to go back and and they like the band that much to to dig up demos and stuff so be it you know i don't really have a problem with people doing stuff like that i know most bands totally hate bootlegs but i actually am kind of a fan of that shit so (laughs) you know if if people want it more power to them you know because i'll be honest with you i i've been pretty guilty of buying bootlegs myself so you can't really throw stones at something you do in the beginning uh you start off as la chaos and you released a demo in 1983, and then another uh, demo Hyrax, under the name Hyrax, and yeah. both both were pretty much you know traditional heavy metal. And then with yeah. the, the debut album Raging Violence, that was uh, pretty much exactly what you got was Raging Violence. But yeah, why was there such a drastic change? That's a great question, man. And you're definitely getting way fucking obscure, which is cool. <laughs> you know, because I mean, I think that's really what, you know, people deserve to hear all that stuff, especially people that are researching bands and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, LA Chaos was be- right before we changed our name to Hyrax. We did, the, the, there was a demo from that too. I mean, you're going so far back, I can't even remember exactly how many tracks were on it. I think it was somewhere between four or six songs. That was the the first demo from that period and then we did the second demo and yeah you're right it was traditional old school you know because we were listening to a lot of not just the british new wave of heavy metal don't get me wrong that shit is great but we were also listening to a lot of other bands from other countries but we were listening to a lot of stuff outside of the 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 new wave of british heavy metal because we were such freaks for metal we would search out bands from everywhere you know that's the influence on those demos you know we were heavily influenced by that we were in our probably our early 20s if not even at the end of like maybe 19 to 19 to 22 years old you know and we were totally in the metal you know so that you can hear it on those demos which 
you know, I'm still proud of that stuff. But, you know, what, what happened with us is once we got a load of bands like Venom and Motorhead, we were like, we have to play faster and heavier. You know? <laughs> we we kind of lost our minds. I mean, that was, for me, was probably when I started getting more into tape trading. So I was, you know, I, what's cool is I was fortunate enough to be trading tapes with guys that were in the band. So it was like, they, were, they would want Hyrax demos and I would want their stuff. So I was trading with Millie from Creator when, I think they were called Terror? Uh, Tormentor. Called? Tormentor, yeah. When they were called Tormentor, before they changed the name to Creator, I was trading demos with him, and I was trading with Schmier from Destruction, and, and Tom G. Warrior, me and him were pen pals before even those other guys. And there was another guy named Corthon, which I know you guys know who he is. I'd never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. And me, we were trading tapes with all these guys, and, and at the time, it wasn't that big of a deal because none of us had really made it yet. You know, We were still very new up-and-coming bands. So, you know, once I started trading tapes with those guys, I just wanted our music to be more over the top, you know, it just, you know, it's kind of a natural progression to go from bands like Saxon and, you know, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Once you hear bands like Hellhammer and Bathory and Venom and all that stuff and Motorhead, especially because Motorhead was at the time, they were one of the fastest bands on earth. So... We just wanted to be faster and heavier, you know? What brought about the disbanding of the band in 1989? Well, now you're jumping ahead. Okay, I yeah. got you. Uh, well, right so we roll. I think it was more our own fault. But once you start getting free alcohol and free drugs, it can really change a band for the worst, you know? So we were partying way too much. Between partying and doing all the crazy shit we were doing, you know, we, we just disbanded because we weren't on the same page with each other. You really have to be able to communicate if you're going to be in a band together, and we weren't. But I'm actually glad that it happened because it made me appreciate what I have even more nowadays. I know that I'm lucky to have fans. I know that I'm lucky that people want to listen to my music, so I take it that much more serious now than i did back in the old days and bringing up exodus i had read i don't know if this is true but paul bailoff replaced you as the front man of hyrax yeah that's true he see the thing that people don't know though is me and paul bailoff got along great you hear all these crazy stories about paul bailoff but i guess maybe i was just as crazy i me and him <laughs> got along great you know when i left hyrax I, I started another band called phantasm and the guys in Hyrax, you know, gave him a call and he, and he joined, but he wasn't in the band that long. But I, he had my blessing because the guy was fucking awesome. You know, if, if you wanted to have a good time, Paul Bailoff's the guy to hang out with, you know. So I can never say anything bad about him, for one, because I respected him and I and I love the guy. So, I mean, I would have loved to have seen what, if they would have been able to release a record with him, like Hyrax with Paul on vocals would have been great. So, but it never worked out. So there were, there aren't any recordings with Paul? There might be. And those guys would be smart to, even if it's just like garage rehearsals, they should yeah. release, I think. Was uh, the stories you hear kind of true where if somebody had, say, a rat or Motley Crue t shirt on, that there was a uh, fisticuffs to ensue? And uh, did you partake in any of that if that was going on well you know he was notorious for that stuff like normally when i hung out with him that wasn't really going on and i also saw him right after he got pretty much kicked out of exodus because he was too much for them to handle it at one point i know that's hard to believe because exodus as a band were pretty wild themselves but there was a point where paul was just 
a little too much for them. No, when I hung out with him, I mean, yeah, that stuff could happen. Like if somebody showed up, you know, he was all about poser disposal. You know, he, he thought that was he, he, he <laughs> actually mental. thought it was hilarious, you know. But uh, no, there's more like just, you know, a lot of partying and, and he liked to break stuff. I will admit that he'd love to take a baseball bat to a TV. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, he's just good people. I mean, that's one thing that's cool about most heavy metal fans. You get them together and, you know, the music usually is what makes everything awesome. Like you can hang out and talk metal for hours with the right people. I agree. Oh, yeah. You had mentioned earlier, and I, most people know that you know you you had done after departing with Hyrax that you had done Phantasm with yeah. all, with some other Los Angeles fame. Why did and why in 1997 did you decide to reunite Hyrax rather than just go on and essentially continue with Phantasm, which would have been pretty much where you left off? Yeah, well, it was kind of similar to Hyrax too. Like we had, I'm, I'm telling you, man, the, the the late 80s was just too much partying. You know, I think that kind of affected both bands and and myself included. I can't act like it was everybody else. I was a part of it too. Like. You know, whenever somebody's talking shit, there's there's always another side to the story. It's never one-sided. So I'm not really talking shit. I'm throwing myself into the, the pie, too, like I was a part of it. So we partied a lot. The stuff that we were able to produce from Phantasm was actually very good. That band could have been something, but we just, we didn't last. We were together, like, basically a year, and we did a six-song demo, which I'm very, very proud of that. Um, Ron McGovney, who I used to be really good friends with, and we used to hang out. After he was out of Metallica, I spent a lot of time at his house, which was in this, this city called Norwalk, which a lot of bands came out of Norwalk. We did a lot of drinking, and then one day we decided to put Phantasm together. So we did that. When it dissolved, I ended up just, yeah, I wanted to go back and do Hyrax. Because Hyrax, if you really look at it, it's always been my, my baby. That's my thing, you know. So what's cool about all that stuff that I went through, I learned a lot. You know, over the years, that's if you keep your heads, your head on your shoulders pretty good, you can learn a lot from the music business. And I learned what I like and I learned what I didn't like. And I knew that the main thing is always just doing metal from the heart, you know. So when I got back to doing high racks after leaving Phantasm, that's pretty much what we did until that, that actually disbanded in 89, as you said. From the, the reunited high racks to the first two albums, again, there's kind of a change in style. However, not, not one so drastic from the early demos to the first album, a more definitive thrash metal genre, whereas like the first two records have more of like a crossover style to them. Was, yeah. the, was the variance in style because of members that were involved with the band, or was it your intention? Well, a little bit of both. The earlier days, we were really young, and, and uh, we were still learning how to play our instruments, actually, you know. That kind of has an effect on especially the first album. The first album, the, the Raging Violence album, is really chaotic, especially if you listen to the drumming, you know. Um, and if you go to the second record, Hate, Fear, and Power, it's a little bit more straightforward in your face, even though the, the speed drumming... You know, we were doing blast beats before a lot of bands were doing blast beats. You'll notice that on the drumming. But that, there's also a difference in the drumming because the second album we brought in the drummer who used to be the drummer for DRI, this guy named Eric Brecht, who's uh, Kurt Brecht, the singer from DRI's brother. He played drums on the second Hyrax album. That's kind of why there's a little bit of the crossover feel, too. You know, just musicians do bring that. They bring that to the table, you know, depending on what background they come from. As you, If you notice with the records... As the years go on, definitely there's more of a, a driven attitude towards the thrash metal thing. But 
there's also going to be a little bit more of a technical aspect because the players have, have gotten better, you know, because the longer you play this kind of music, you will get better at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yourself having been active making metal for nearly 30 years now, you obviously established your love for metal at an early age. How were you introduced to metal? That's a good story. I, you know, I was one of those kids that was a crazy little bastard, you know, and it, for me, if I wouldn't have found music, I probably would have went to jail or a, at least a <laughs> few times. But there was a friend of mine down the street from my house who's his older brother was this dude that everybody looked up to and he was for some reason he was cool enough to let me and a couple of friends come in his house and listen to records so we would go over there and i remember thinking he was the coolest motherfucker i'd ever met because when i walked in the house there was a half stack marshall sitting in the living room with a flying v propped up against it you know when you're 13 years old that's like the coolest thing ever you know he was playing us all kinds of shit he's playing things like sin after sin and rock all these great records but he also was the cool kind of guy that listened to the ramones and shit like that i never looked back i just bought as many records as i could get my hands on it was cassettes and records and eight tracks and i'm sure you guys remember eight tracks but that was my early beginnings of metal so it's it's kind of a funny story because um an old friend not so much friends anymore but uh wasn't a fan of hyrax which i was kind of like huh and i was uh trying to acquire the there was about when uh the first two albums were reissued and uh she loved this band from norway called inferno it's like i don't really know this inferno so you know i got acquainted with it and it's just like i was listening to it i was like this fucking song is bombs of death. I mean, and, and yet you don't like Hyrax. Like they're ripping them off. So have you? Are you familiar with uh, Norway's Inferno and their copy of the the main riff from Bombs of Death? And how do you feel about bands doing kind of a copying type riff deal? You know, to me, it's it's flattering, even if it's stolen. Kind of once you release it, it's a gift, and whether you like it or not, people can do whatever they want. The only thing that's kind of weird about it is it is personal at the same time. Like, I don't care what band you're in, nobody likes a bad review. Any band, whether it's, you know, Black Sabbath or whoever, they don't like bad reviews. But it's it's flattering as hell when somebody covers your music. You know, whether it's good or bad, you should still be flattered. And I've always been pretty impressed with bands that cover our stuff because normally they end up doing it pretty damn good. But I hadn't I hadn't heard of Inferno till today. Yeah, the the track that I and I forgot to throw it in there, but the track that I was referring to was called Satanic Overkill. So anyone that's like a big Inferno fan going, What the hell are you talking about? That's the yeah. song. <laughs> but you know, the the other thing that's kinda cool is I I'm also cool with people that don't like our music just because everybody has a right to like whatever the fuck they want to like. Sometimes it's an acquired tasting because I'll be honest with you, there have been a few bands in my life that at first I didn't like and then I heard them a couple more times and I was like, This shit is genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird how that works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, I, this is what's funny. I'm a huge Merciful Fate fan, but the first time I heard him, I was kind of on the fence. Totally. It's, I was, it's a lot yeah. to digest, I think, the first time you hear Merciful Fate, because it's... Yeah, but well, you know the, what's the funny for me? The yeah. song that did it was actually when I heard Nuns Have No Fun. The other thing that's great about music, too, is it's kind of like food. Some days you're in the mood for Nephilim. Some days <laughs> you're in the mood for fucking Aria. And some days you're in the mood for Hyrax. 
<laughs> it's a good way of putting it. Here's your Hyrax Cheerios. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Behind the scenes, what else do you do and enjoy outside of music? Okay, I don't want to sound like too much of an alcoholic, but I like to drink <laughs> um, vodka because we we went to Poland a couple of times and. Uh, I just realized the beauty of vodka. So Polish vodka. Spending time with my wife because I've been married, you know, seven years. I've been with the same woman for fourteen, and she's she's a total metalhead herself. Cool. So Very awesome. I'm pretty pretty lucky that I have a woman who loves metal. Do you have like a full time job or anything? Hyrax is my full time job. See, the thing is, we don't just do the music stuff. We also book the tours. We do all of our own mail order. Usually, there's a few interviews a day, so I'm pretty much busy all the time doing this you know i have a few guilty pleasures like one of my favorite tv shows is a show called grim so i watch grim on friday nights and another show called breaking bad those are like only mainstream things i watch as always i like to close an interview by playing music and from the artists that we've interviewed and i always like to hear insight stories we were going to play two songs but since i spoke to you on the phone before we're going to play three songs now and i've chosen my two favorite Hyrax songs, and first of okay. which, hands down, I think it probably is a fan favorite throughout, is Demons, Evil Forces. Classic. And, and then, I, I gotta admit, man, I love it, and it's probably my favorite Hyrax material is that first demo. And so, uh, Stand and Be Counted was okay. the other one. But then we're going to hear a new track. So I was just curious, uh, for each track, any cool stories or backstories behind lyrics or just you know fun stuff that happened in the studio for any of those? Yeah, when, when we were writing Demon's Evil Forces, I was heavily into this movie called uh, The Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah. So that's really what's, it's funny because everybody thinks they know what that song's about. Basically, Demon's Evil Forces was written after I watched Amityville Horror like I think I watched it like 10 times in a row. The intro with the two voices were this friend of ours who was like he used to hang out all the time partying and he was really really loud this guy named Gonzo so if you hear the intro before Demon's Evil Voice, Demon's Evil Forces the voices are this guy named Gonzo who was like our loud beer drinking buddy. And the other voice is actually Ron McGovern, the ex-bass player from Metallica. I always thought it was you. <laughs> no, nah, it's Ron McGovern and Gonzo. So Gonzo does the yelling, and then uh, Ron McGovern goes, you must believe in me, my son. That's yeah, it? that's Ron McGovern. That's very cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> what about uh, Stand and Be Counted? Anything cool about that? That was recorded in a living room at a friend of ours' Oh, really? dad's house we this is like when you're first learning how to record and this friend of ours goes my dad's got a 16 track recorder nice sweet and we're like well he put up with us doing our kind of music and he's like yeah you know for like 40 dollars you guys can record like four songs that's what we did we spent 40 dollars on it and recorded it in his living room and i think we did it like in probably two hours i tell you one thing i never thought that that demo would do what it did. We actually had people showing up at our houses trying to buy copies. That That's when I knew we had something because people were showing up that I didn't even know. Like they would read the address in like a fanzine because I, like an idiot, I put my home fa- <laughs> home address. <laughs> and I remember this this big biker dude showing up at my house one day going, are you Caden? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'd like to buy a copy of your demo. <laughs> so that kind of made me realize it's about time to get a P.O. box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, it's in English too, so I can pronounce it. So we'll go ahead and take a listen to Mouth of the Beast. 
about reviewing things and then everyone just started writing us giving us so much stuff that it's just like we would review things and just like one thing at a time and now that everyone's writing stuff it's like man we got to make a segment out of this so (laughs) we're made a segment out of it <laughs> and that's the only way to describe it. <laughs> and on this week's what the fuck, we have some submit. 
We get banned submissions and we just get what the fuck submissions. Dude, what are you guys listening to? I just had to ask that question. I mean, holy fuck. And you were giving me shit about watching fucking something for the show and then Dude, fuck, now this. Uh, these people are out of their fucking mind. <laughs> Some of the shit you guys know. <laughs> um, so I, I'm just going to leave your guys' names out of it. I don't want to freaking give you bad names. The first one is from a band called Design the Skyline with Surrounded by Silence on Victory Records. Pretty good, you know. Yeah, it's like weird a, going uh, on. We got some forest, a winery or forestry something. going on here. I guess it is forestry, not a winery. I don't. So maybe it's an intro. Here's some water. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty. There's birds. Oh, there's birds. I tried, and it's such an awesome. It's a forest. It's the rain. It's the rainforest, guys. Oh, there's snow. Oh, but now there's not snow. Okay. What is, I have a feeling an awesome song's about to happen. Oh, it's blurry. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> All right. Thought number one. Oh, what is that? What in the his fuck ear? is going on? <laughs> what the fuck? What's that in his ear, dude? What? Where are those um those stretchers? I don't know what they're called, uh, but they're Hold on a second. What are you talking about? What stretchers? In the guy's fucking ears. Well, let me hold on a second. <laughs> so, we we just saw like the forest. It was really pretty. I was getting relaxed. Eddie started massaging my shoulders. I was feeling good. <laughs> uh, that didn't happen. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was getting sleepy, and all of a sudden, ah! And the first thing that I it sounded like that douche was saying was through the forest. You gotta see these people. I it's, mean, it's very yeah. And what is that? The fucking what's well, shitty keyboard stuff that they're doing? It sounds like a freaking like a goddamn video game. A really bad video. Yeah, game. it does. It's it's like it almost reminds me of um, when I was a kid and people start like in the eighties and people don't get start, too deep in thought here. You know, they start using this awesome song here, <laughs> but they start using fucking synthesizers and it was just stupid. Let's watch them to just design the skyline. Okay, here. Gage earrings. That's a no no. Are there two singers? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh! Oh my! Is that a my voice? My girlfriend just broke up with me, dude. I'd really like you, dude. Was that one I of those? I touched uh, myself. That was one of those voice shower uh, things, wasn't it? Oh my god! Wait, is that a dude? I don't know, man. Wow! How the fuck do our listeners even know about this shit? Wow, it's, it's is right. Fuck. Fuck. I mean, it's, it's it's dude. What the fuck? I mean, dude, <laughs> well, it, dude, I mean hold on. on a second. Ah, uh, it's not bad. You're right. It's I. It's not bad. It's fucking awful. God, <laughs> it's fucking damn horrible. <laughs> Jesus, dude, dude, wear a fucking tutu if you're gonna fucking wear this shit, man. <laughs> Put some fucking tights fucking, on and some dude, point shoes and go do a ballet. This is Jesus a band Christ. of fucking dude. I've That's, seen tougher fucking high school cheerleaders than oh. these. <laughs> dude, even a gay dude's going. That's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> 
was actually really good. <laughs> I can't top that right now. You've sued. Me. I mean, oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but holy shit. Dude, do they really have dicks? I mean, how do you fucking make well, it, How do you make this? L- listen, let me remind you what again, this sounds like. Again. Yeah. Again. Shh. What the fuck is going on? That sounds like Land of the Lost back there. Oh, he's got earrings in his cheek. I don't get it. Dude, and there's no attitude. There's like that whiny kind of aspect. Now he's growing. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Like, I, I, what? Like, what are these? I don't get it. Dude, and it, then the. And then it's snow. Even the video doesn't fucking dude, make sense. I, you and I talked about this a minute ago. The shit that pisses me off about this isn't so much it because you can. I can turn that off and not. I didn't even know it, it exists. But I can right, definitely right. turn it off. But there's fucking. It was people, off. There's fucking people out there that'll go. Oh, you guys like heavy music. I think you'll like fucking. Uh, Design the skyline. the skyline and it's like no that's not all what no I don't like, like this that's not fucking heavy it sucks I just, Jesus fucking uh, Christ uh, dude that go was, fuck yourself that's so bad dude dude that was a solid capital B-A-D so moving along <laughs> our good friend Hector in Puerto Rico Hector is in a very unfortunate situation because <laughs> he told me that these bands that he sent us, and th- and this is a very good point. At local shows, like he'll go to like a local metal show. It could be fucking disaster, Cannibal Corpse, whatever the hell's on the top of my head, Judas Priest. I, you know, and and he has to sit through this bullshit. And I fucking agree because it's kind of the same here. So we're gonna hear the Mirage Theory with too many dreams. <laughs> here we go. Anarchy, Anarchy State. State. Oh, we can read. Oh boy. Oh, the Mirage, Mirage theory. theory. Oh, jeez. Oh, they're in a mental institute, I think. I'm about to. It sounded like Whoa. an ER. Oh, boy. They're wheeling them in on the wheelchair. Ooh, with the high heels and the, the high heels. So there's going to be, like, some hot nurse or something, because that's not cliche. And this dude, not at all. the guy in the he's wheelchair with leg. one leg is acting like he's playing guitar. And the fat dude with the freaking, of course, he's got a beanie on, because every fat dude in a band. Dude, how do they get high Here comes the dude in the shit. caution tape. Oh, the, the oh he's on a fucking guy. dolly. He's not in a stretcher like Hannibal Lecter. He's on a dolly because they're rough. Because they don't And they're have. in stray jackets. Here we go. He's going to let him loose. He's got the... What? Dude, that was totally a freaking... like. What are they ripping off freaking the new Batman with that Bane mask? I, I look, don't know the new Batman, but... I, I just seen the previews. It looks like that Bane dude. That's anyway. like there's that look right there. All right, well, dude, shit is about to get effed up. Yeah, I, and I made it in the most brutal way because this is gonna be awesome. Come on, I mean the Mirage Fairy. Too many dreams, dude. Who, dude? I have too many. Dude, dreams. I have a theory about mirages. Fucking... All right, well, let's let's hear what the theory is because we got too many dreams on our mind. We got to start making them happen, like playing the song. Oh, oh, he's getting brutal. Whoa, he was stretching. Come on, Spaniards, his don't mouth. do this. Oh, oh, his stomach hurts. Oh, there's the fat dude, and here's the, oh, she just threw the pillow at him, the nurse. Oh, that dude's nice going tips. nuts, but he's feeling, oh, she just gave him like a dog, a, a big stuffed dog, and now she's like going to seemingly make it. Uh-oh. Out. Well, that's oh. actually kind of hot there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she gave him a quarter. A quarter. Quarter. The 51st state. Uh-oh, now it's a guitar pick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now he has legs. He's gonna drum that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, guys. Get those keyboards out. Come on, ball dude. Yell. 
Oh yeah, this is so good. They're in a mental dude, guys. And he's banging. What was that? A VCR? He was banging. Oh, of course, it wouldn't be complete without that. And and anyone back to those fucking jackasses that were ripping on Hell's Headbangers earlier with their fucking shitty ass prog bullshit, whatever. Yeah, um, this bullshit nowadays with the the stupid ass prog bullshit. It always has that. Yeah, and then of course but then they're like well we're gonna mix it up guys because because the guitar hitting the same fucking note that's not technical so we're gonna make we're gonna show our true musicianship with, with a keyboard in the background going there's a key- oh i see the keyboard yeah player dude they're there. fucking oh, prog, fuck yeah. dude fucking hell's headbangers what are you fucking homos doing that's According right come to the on video. wake the fuck up down yeah, there yeah wake the fuck up get some Get, Mirage get the theory. real fucking shit. Like you guys this. are having too many These fucking pussies putting fucking possessed and yeah. fucking. What a fuck the fuck them, dude. Yeah, they have fuck too, Angel Witch and fucking. Dude, they have too oh, many dreams about that. headbanging. When are they gonna start headbanging to the Mirage Theory? That's right. Ooh, yeah. Eat them pills, motherfucker. Yeah, this is awesome. Oh, he's smashing he's that. Still smashing. He's smashing that magazine. Come on. They're insane. Dude, I've got a 57,000 piece drums. Oh, there's the fat dude playing bass. Dude, it was like an 18 string bass, too, I think. Of course, you gotta see his feet. Oh, dude, he just did a fucking <laughs> drumstick twirl of or course, a flip or dude, something. And of course, but all these shitty fucking bands, of course, they got to do like the zoom up on the feet of the drummer because like, dude, he can do his double, double bass. bass so the double bass that we triggered and cheated on. He can do it, though. We got to show him. Dude, we got to show his awesome dude, slippers. But here, we got to crank this, man, because this is the breakdown. Are you ready, guys? Anyone wearing a fucking baseball dude, hat? Dude, I'm, I'm in a pit right now oh, with a in baseball a hat all right. and a collared shirt on. All right, dude. Well, anyone out there, mother... With two Wait, Buttons. Hold on, hold on. I got a pink. I got to set this up. <laughs> come on, you, come on, you motherfuckers wearing baseball hats. Put that shit to the side, cause we're gonna rock out. Where's the breakdown? Our fat bass player's got his shorts and Adidas on, and we're gonna rock and slam. And look at his cankles. Here's your wigger slam. Ooh. Whoa! Dude, I've got the palm of my hand out, shaking it up. Dude, are we at prom now? Holy shit. (laughs) Dude, I'm slow dancing now to that shit. What the fuck? I got to... What, dude? What are these fucking bands doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. I mean, all right, all right, all right, all right. Dude, they're catering to get... I don't fucking know. Dude, hold on a second. All right, all right. As much as I don't want to admit it, it's got some depth. It's, I guess, if you... If you gotta be fucking honest, it's somewhat heavy. So when you come out of your fucking fucking, you know, let's slam with a with our fellow rappers riff. Why the fuck would you come up? I just broke up yeah, so with ba- my boyfriend. Like, why would you do that, dude? I, I just don't. I don't get it. He, How the, is that? Here's the thing about that, though. 
And Reaper. what the fuck is too many dreams but, but, doing? But, but, <laughs> but here's the thing about it, and I, it, it, there's absolutely no raw, there's no energy, there's no heart or fucking soul to that. It's just, it's just a fucking. I disagree. God damn it! Do you hear that guy singing <laughs> his brains out? But dude, you need to hear him. He is putting. <laughs> what are you talking? What the fuck are you talking I'm about? I'm sorry. I that is it. some of the finest singing that I have heard. Dude, I'm looking at the fucking Sinatra. Okay? I'm looking at the Michael Myers up here, and I'm wanting him to go down there and stab that guy in the fucking face. I, I need to hear his. I want to see if this. Case. God damn it, Eddie! Shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> I, you know what? I bet. Hold on. got a pretty voice. What? Fuck this band. That that sucked. That is ass. really bad. That, this just sucked ass. Hector, I got no more. I'm sorry, you got. You know what? I'm just shit. gonna say this. That this is my review. That sucked ass. So this one's already funny because it has sex tragedy. <laughs> the tragedy is that, uh, that, <laughs> that, that these guys <laughs> might have sex and actually yeah. have children. Well, I don't know. Fuck hold up the fucking hold on. Conscious. Wait, just just just. just, just Oh, wait, wait. We haven't heard it yet. It might be I, awesome. Okay. The funny thing already, though, is it has 333, 331 likes and it has 331 dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no math magician, but that kind of outweighs your odds. It's 662. Just like, so, got so, pretty much no, so pretty much no one likes it. <laughs> but it could be cool. Let's hear. This is Sex Tragedy <laughs> coming off their latest album. Everything was you. <laughs> Why is it? Oh, oh shit. are on the date. Oh, what the? Dude, what is that with a splash of hair? What? <laughs> oh, that was so, what the fuck? That's so heavy. Hold on a second, dude. I no, got to get not. this on vinyl and CD, dude. And cassette. Hold on. <laughs> Shut up. I had to set this. At first. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? fuck it this is holy, so awesome holy shit <laughs> my stomach hurts <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking dude Hector oh. get the fuck out of Puerto Rico dude <laughs> <laughs> or just bring some good music down there what? holy shit that's not gonna be very hard <laughs> but at first I'm taking a sweat from first, <laughs> and I couldn't control my fucking laughter <laughs> when I saw the fucking Guy with the bleach, the very, bleach. the very fucking flamboyant singer with his hair. Like, hold on, just, hold on. Okay. Eddie, no, Eddie, that's not that. Well, yes, his hair was dyed blonde, and he has the. E, I, I guess but that's I think emo- it's dyed black, and then the street. All blonde. right, Eddie, but Eddie, that wasn't the funniest part. You don't see the irony in this fucking freeze frame, do you? We are frozen right on the singer. <laughs> He's got the fucking microphone yes. in the air. The fucking funniest part about that Upside is he clearly... No. He's singing into an unplugged fucking microphone. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. Try to make it somewhat real. Plug the microphone in for the video. It's clearly unplugged. And now and now, one, one would say maybe it's just the wireless but let's, no it's, but it's, let's let's find out <laughs> it's definitely- wow. does he have braces dude i think this guy's hold on a second i gotta hear him sing is this a disney band 
Dude, he's got black fingers. Oh my god. Gazed earrings, dyed black. The black fucking. And the black fingernails. shirt on the drummer. Is this emo? I don't know what that is. Dude, this is not metal. Come, guys, come on. I mean, we'll rip on shit, but send us like... If this is considered metal, I just got to slap anyone in the face that like thinks this is. If I go to the, if I go anywhere and someone's like, hey, that's a pretty sweet disaster shirt you got in there. You, are you, you look like a headbanger. Are you, you, so are you truly in the metal? I'm like, yeah, you know, I've... Do you, like, do you like sex tragedy? Check, yeah, check them out, man. They're from Puerto Rico. Right then and there, just beat the fuck out of them. Because <laughs> this is, I, oh my God, that is bad. Dude, does that not remind you, like, fucking just. It, it, honestly, Eddie, it doesn't remind me of anything because like, I don't know anything that bad. It reminds me of, like, TV or Disney or some shit that you, you know, you're going to see, like, I think on the that fucking was better. HBO family or some Dude, shit. I think the Disney. Yeah, yeah, I think Nickelodeon has more balls than this fucking Dude, band. Inspector Gadget was more edgy than Dude, this. Yeah. <laughs> My God, my flannel is up my ass, dude. Here's the thing, like their parents are going, oh, our, our sons are. Dude, is that guy so wearing braces? Good. That 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 is truly the question. It looks like he's wearing braces. Wait. The funniest thing is everything is in Spanish, but the only comment that isn't is bunch of fucking fags. <laughs> <laughs> the only tragedy was them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's just, dude, you know what? I, I'll say it again. I'm sorry. It's but hard to funny. believe those kids were the fastest sperm in the bunch. I Wait, mean, this chick is going, I love them. Fuck! Wow. Uh, you know what I think happened? Wait, this video is now my favorites list. Fucking sweet. What am I missing? Seriously. You know you know what I have to say to this? Close. Because <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> so I have an open mind this time. You know, yeah. We haven't heard anything to really close my mind. I mean, that, that was all pretty top-notch music. Dude, I, I, I'm going to change the skyline or construct it or whatever. I, I'm going to build it too, you know, or what were they called? <laughs> I already forgot. Hey, Hellcast Tuners, we're going to hear a number from Mistress Maria with We've Got the Volcano. This is their hit music video. You heard it here. Is that a fucking Telecaster? What is, he, sucks. what is he angry well, dude, about? He's got his Mesa Boogie, dude. He's, he's, he's edge. And what is with all these fat fucks? And, and, the, and the guys with and the, the fucking... Oh. Dude, and the gauged earrings. Dude, I told you that's a fucking bad sign. It's and a, what is with fucking Puerto Rico and the goddamn mental asylums and these fucking pussy-ass fucking bands that... They and his V-neck fucking white t-shirt, dude. Dude, he looks like the fucking guy at the bar that shows up with his fucking tie on at fucking 10 o'clock at night and walks in <clears throat> and you want to fucking step on his balls just to make sure he doesn't fucking procreate and have fucking kids. God damn it. This is yeah, awful. This kids are going to make this music. Did you notice that these fucking bands, they have that 
badass bass player. Yes. And he's the only one in the group that's like actually like moving. So they were probably like, you know, our guitar stuff sucks. It's just going to be chug-a-lug-a bullshit, but we're going to really define our roots with the bass player. He's going to be the next Steve Harris. So they get this fat, <laughs> this fat fuck that plays it on his chest, not because he's trying to look like he's talented, because he has no fucking choice because he's so goddamn fat. that his, whole, his beer belly. <laughs> yeah, his, his beer belly escalates it right it's up to his beer chest. Belly. It's a fucking so now that this fat belly. fuck is stomping in his goddamn freaking baseball shoes that he's about to explode out of. <laughs> basketball shoes, I think. Get it right. <laughs> Whatever. It's fucking funny. <laughs> well, I just have to say, I'm not even going to play the rest of that because that fucking sucked. Is that really, truly metal? That is no, not, it's fucking, not fucking metal. metal. So we'll, we'll give us some metal. Play like, some something fucking metal now, Reaper. Right. Well, Who? give us something that's like considered metal. Or rip. I, I mean, I get Hector had a legitimate case because you got to listen to that bullshit when you go to like a show or something. You know why it's metal though? Because it's got the that it's got that shitty fucking guitar tone. That same fucking plasticized fucking. Ah, fuck him. You know.
It's a bit of old news, but uh, Censure Media had started suing their fans because of illegal downloads. It was ruled against them, so it didn't go through the... Uh, like, I don't think it went to the Supreme Court, but what, whatever, the, the court ruled it uh, unlawful or whatever. But I wanted to present the downloading scenario and the whole lawsuit about it. How much different, really, is downloading an album than, in the day, buying a used version of it? Yeah, or tape trading, sort of. Right. I, I agree, because given the choice, I'll buy the new stuff to support that. You know, the percentage of free like people that are illegally downloading are pretty much people that aren't going to buy it anyway, you know? Right. And, and, and it's the same dipshit that... The dipshit then that had no intention of ever buying the CD, he would never hear the band, is the same dipshit now that is illegally downloading <laughs> shit. And in a sense... I think that's better because he's now got the band. He's reminded of it. It's in, it's in his iPod, his, his smartphone. But he's never going to buy it, though. Right. He's never going to buy it. He's never going to buy it. Or she. Wait. She or he, she or he is never going to buy it, but hear me out. Now it's in their freaking smartphone or iPod or whatever. They have the music. So don't you think that when the band comes to town, they might be there? I'm going to guess most people won't because they're going to be there more likely than the dipshit that back in the day when you couldn't download anything was going to be there. I guess you're right there. You know, you're, you're talking about like bigger things. Here's the thing about fucking downloading music and, and fucking pirates. I These are the fickle fucking fucks that they're going to download it like you and I. We want to get the CD, maybe the album Maybe both, you know, whatever. And you want to hold it and you want to feel it. You want to look at the artwork yeah, and you want to put it in. It, it's it's like there, there's some sort of trueness, some sort of human fucking like. Well, it's cool to have it. I mean, who? who you, yeah. Like, if you it, got, but these fucking douches that are fucking downloading, dude, they're, they're the fucking doinks that are. Those are the guys that are going to stab you in the fucking back. Dude, I, I've known you. How long? I don't know. Three whatever. years, whatever the fuck it is, and and I know because you're like this true fucking dude. You're not gonna stab me in the back. I got dudes that are like, hey, you know, <laughs> I fucking I you know, like like through other walks of life, you know, you're like, yeah, you know, I I, I downloaded this, and hey, give me that CD so I can put it down. And and there, it, it's like this personality fucking thing that comes through, and that's the thing about it, I think like true metal fans, it, it, fans of music in. But yeah, like the, the metal music, guys yeah. that are that are like really into this shit and like are like fuck yeah this is you know like like Caton you know that that guy he's gonna go out and he's gonna buy shit and he's gonna support it and he's, and he's gonna be this like there, there's some sort of brotherhood or sisterhood whatever there's some sort of genuineness there and these you know and these fuckers that are ripping the shit off and downloading it but I I, I see the point that it's like it, it's a waste of time suing these fucking doinks. Because, what do you get? What What are you gonna get out of an eighteen year old? Because who the fuck? Shit. What thirty-year-old man that isn't a fucking loser is downloading shit illegally? Right, and 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 if he is, sorry, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone that listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, who is a legitimate music fan that downloads shit for free? Honestly, you know, I download it. I, I do it all the time, but it's to check stuff out. I go right out and buy it. Right. If if yeah, if I, I really like it, I go like, right up by. For example, one Alice Headbangers. You can stream their shit. Alice Headbangers. Hell's Headbangers. That <laughs> came out Alice. Sorry. Oh, anyway, I hear they're fags. They, they don't have fags. fates warning. They don't have fates warning. 
But, you know, and you go, fuck, that's fucking awesome. All right, let me present this to you. All right. The whole fact that a company is suing, quote unquote, their fans. Yeah. That gives them bad rap. And that that it, is it does. A company that's putting out Lacuna Coil is fucking their fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Because that's bad. Someone that's downloading the album is way more likely. They would probably go to a show. Because everyone uh, likes a show. I everyone they, likes a show, man. You're, you're, I, I don't think they would likely Am go I to le- the show. I think this? they would be. I think they'd be more inclined to go to the show than the fucking doink that's at home going, oh, I'm going to watch fucking <gasps> American Idol or whatever the fuck. I, I see that point, and then you know, and then maybe they'll show up and they'll buy a T-shirt and they'll buy a fucking pin and a sticker and they'll put the sticker on their car. Reverse grip masturbating. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I, I think it's that? an open discussion. <laughs> But we got to hear about this reverse grip masturbating. All right, here's the fucking deal. All right, so the other Set night. Set up the show. We're, we're, we're this fucking, it's a really good fucking show. Band from Australia. All right, so the. the What's the band, goddamn? All right, so Vomitor was playing. Jeez. Necrofilth. Like, we haven't, like we're fucking listening to goddamn Job for a Cowboy or Lacuna right, Coil. Right. So fucking living. We know who the fuck Vomitor is. Tell so, us the goddamn band. I'm telling you the fucking goddamn band. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Vomitor is playing. Plane, necrofilth, negative who? plane. So, all right. So, our friend Zach, who was just here, good. Who? Exactly. What band? Necrofilth. This is so ingrained in my fucking eyes. I, I almost stabbed him out with an ice pick. Ah. Exactly. That's what you, eh, all the listeners are going to need to do this. So, I buy some uh, a necrofilth um, split with Nunslaughter. So, I'm walking out to my car. Whoa. And there's a fucking SUV, and there's a dude sitting in it. And I see movement out of the corner of my eye. Much like a caveman, I look to see what the fuck the movement's going. Because I'm like, is this guy going to come out with a fucking gun and try to fucking mug me? The guy is fucking reverse grip jacking it in the fucking car. Parked car. It was parked car, SUV, big fucking windows, big fucking everybody can see under the fucking streetlight. And I'm holding these records. And listener X, I almost dropped your shit because... I was like, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> it was the most horrific thing. It was so bad. I continue walking to my car and I'm like, ah, and, and it was one of those knee jerk. I look over my shoulder and I can see the big fucking screen and this jackass's SUV. He's obviously watching something. And, and I put the shit in my car and I'm going, oh my God, I need to leave the belt in my car because I'm about to fucking strangle myself on the streetlight because I never wanted to watch a guy fucking jacking it much less to see it enough that he's reverse jacking it i ended up crossing the to walk like a block and a half he was building the i skyline, crossed dude. he was building the i crossed the street walked on the other side of the street <laughs> made sure i was clear of said suv and then fucking walked back like in a fucking rainstorm. It's like fuck it. I don't care if my leather jacket. It ruined. was a rainstorm. If he finished. <laughs> oh, it was a salty rainstorm. Oh, oh, horrific. How do you know? So if somebody sees me walking down the street, <laughs> don't grab your pecker and fucking reverse jacket because it's fuck. <laughs> so what don't we build the about? skyline for Eddie. <laughs>
Run with the blood! 